High schooler Mackenzie Carpenter thinks her biggest problem is dying of boredom in the bucolic wasteland of Orange County until her classmates start dying of massive blood loss and Horny the Clown, the mascot for local burger favorite Hella Burger, begins madly stalking her with cryptic messages hidden in 70s kitsch toys. It isn't until Mac discovers her unbelievable connection to Horny and his victims that she realizes if she's going to live to see 18, she must come face to face with the killer clown in the bloodiest week Blanca Carne, California has ever known. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, November. It's Slasher Month. And uh, we're taking a look at the 2006 film drive through and the slasher of the week is Horny the Clown. What a terrifying name. <laughs> Seriously. If there was a clown named Horny anywhere around me, I would I would run the other way. I would move to another town. And, and how can you have a good slasher month without featuring a killer clown? Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. You heard what the back of the DVD box had to say. Um, let's start with the top here. Start off on a positive note. So for me, number three. Everything in this film seems like it's overdone by about 45 minutes at 350 degrees in the oven. But you know what? Somehow it makes it seem super enjoyable. Like, the characters are overdone. The plot is overdone. The killer is overdone. But it's fun. I appreciate the cooking reference in that one, too. It's, it's uh, related to the actual movie. Number two, the Hellenberger commercials that are, like, strewn throughout the movie are actually, like, super hilarious. Like, if that was on TV and I'm watching it, I'd be like, damn, I gotta go get me some Hella Burger X-rated wings right now. I wish Hella Burger was a, was a real place. That would, I would gain, like, 300 pounds going there. Number one, Horny the Clown is a ruthless and calculated killer, mostly using his signature cleaver, but sometimes other methods and some good one-liners to kill. You know, like putting people in a microwave and calling them Val Parmesan. Like, who puts people in a microwave to kill them? It's super inefficient. But you know what? Horny does it anyway, because he's a badass. Oh, yeah. He was like Freddy Krueger if Freddy Krueger was a clown that didn't kill children and didn't kill them in their dreams. And, you know, he, he's like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, if, Gordon Ramsay. One, one kitchen too many just drove him over the edge. He snapped. He that, became Horny the Clown. That would have been a great twist ending. It turned out to be Gordon <laughs> Ramsay the whole time. For my top three, number three, Horny the Clown is a great slasher villain. He's sarcastic, brutal, and he just kills with such enthusiasm with all his one-liners and cooking-related references. Such enthusiasm is often missing from slashers. I mean, I think the only one that really enjoys his art is Freddy Krueger, maybe um, Hannibal Lecter. Not too many. Most of them are very quiet and stoic. The the other superpower, though, I forgot about Horny is he can clone himself by staring into the eyes of horny young men. Yeah, somehow. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, I definitely believe he deserved to be Employee of the Month. Number two, I love the Hellberg commercials. Like Corey said, they're like, they're interlaced throughout the film and they're just full of these not very subtle sexual innuendos with which no one else in the town seems to get. And it, it just makes it that much funnier. And number one, 
this movie is a very subtle parody of horror films, but it wasn't so subtle that anyone familiar with the genre wouldn't get. I, I really appreciated that. It wasn't trying to like be super clever. It cranked up all the cliches to a degree where it wasn't annoying and it was just funny most of the time. It's a parody style. It's very underappreciated. All right, so what's bad about this movie? Um, I think I found a couple things. So for me, number three, no nudity in this film. And you know what? A lot of times that doesn't bother me. I appreciate when they do things in a classy way. But this movie isn't classy. And in a film with a killer named Horny, come on now. Like, how can you not have some kind of nudity in the movie? He was not successful at, by any means. Number two, this movie is super cliched in the horror genre. And in that way, it is super predictable. And, you know, I just, I don't like super predictability in movies. Number one, this movie has lots of music in it. Lots of shitty garage band music that nobody wants to hear. It's kind of like the producers or the director or somebody had, like, a friend whose kid had a band. And they were like, hey, I want their music in the movie. And they were like, okay. And, you know, it's just, it's horrible. It's all just generic punk rock and generic metal. And it's yeah. super loud. Yeah. All right, number three. Like you said, there are no boobs in this movie, which I guess is respectable in its own way, but it's a fucking horror parody. There should be some, at least. The killer's name is Horny the Clown, and there's a bunch of sexual innuendos where, like, most people don't notice them, but there is no actual nudity. Number two. I get the jokes in this movie were meant to be bad in order to make fun of common horror cliches and stereotypes. However, some of them went on a bit too long to the point where it became the thing it was trying to make fun of. It's like telling a joke too long or telling it incorrectly. It just becomes obnoxious and a joke in itself, but not a funny one. Number one. Like you said, the, most of the music in this, is, this movie is terrible. Like I get that most of it was played in order to emphasize the whole angsty, rebellious teenager cliche, but it was all just shitty punk rock and metal, and I, I actually like metal, but not any of the metal they played in this movie. So one of the things we didn't really mention so much was uh, dialogue. So let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. And let our fans know some of the dialogue from this movie. Um, I think I'll, I'll get us started this time. What do you say? All right, go for it. All right. Motherfucking hella burger, yo. Make sure we get a double chili cheese all up in here. You want fries with that? Can I fuck your whore? Welcome to Horny's Fun House. Employee of the month is about to fuck you up. Horny is so strong. I gotta go pull a brown gator that's clogging up the staff, si staff shitter. Right. I don't even I don't even need to ask people, Paul, you on. You win. It's hard to beat the brown gator clogging up the step shitter. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or want to tell us anything about it, please leave it in the comments below. I think it's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, one to ten, one being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave it a two out of ten. I also gave it a respectable two out of ten. Short to the point, you know, this is a generic slasher with a fast food setting. Although it does have, you know, some great one-liners, a few cool kills, and extremely exaggerated characters, 
you know, the biggest thing is it has Horny the Clown, who's a pretty cool slasher, and makes this movie worth at least one watch, especially if you like slasher films, as it is a good slasher. Slasher films may be one of the most common horror films made due to how low budget they tend to be. Therefore, there are thousands of films in this genre that go completely unnoticed. So the people who created Drive Through decided to just say, fuck it. It made a film that was purposely cliche and as contrived as possible. The characters are all just caricatures of various teenager archetypes. The dialogue entirely consists of either overly dramatic exposition or cringeworthy dialogue meant to reinforce whatever stereotype that character is meant to portray. The plot just kind of happens. The antagonist is a murderous fast food mascot who one day decides to start killing teenagers and stalking the protagonist for seemingly no reason. The murder spree is immediately followed by a series of random supernatural shit that no one finds bizarre and is just there to move the plot along. When the film finally decides to have a plot, it's as stupid, predictable, and overdramatic as one would hope. With famous slashers out there like Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, and Leatherface running around, there's no real point in attempting to create yet another marketable murderer to make an endless sequels about. So drive through made the most logical decision and created Horny the Clown, whose entire existence is just one big joke. drive isn't a very obvious parody in the way the Scary Movie franchise is, nor is it a deconstruction the way Cabin in the Woods is. It's a lot more subtle than that and could easily be mistaken as just another shitty, unoriginal slasher film if you're not familiar with the genre. However, if you are, there's definitely a lot to appreciate. So there you have it. Check it out. I mean, it, it is. It's fun. It's a good hour and a half. And if you like slashers, you won't regret it. Yeah, it's one of those films where if you get the jokes and it's your kind of humor, you'll enjoy it. If you're not really into slashers or if for some reason you've never seen one, you'd probably just think it was dumb. So I think it's time to tell our friends how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time someone orders food from Helleberger, take a drink. Number two, every time Horny makes a food pun, take a drink. Number three, whenever anybody disappears, take a drink. Number four, anytime there's a supernatural message, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Slasher Month, anytime someone gets slashed, take a drink. Every time you see a commercial for Helleberger, take a drink. Every time someone is killed using a cooking item... Take a drink. Every time Chief Crocker is called Chief Cracker, take a drink. And every time someone is actually at the drive-thru, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie-related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. If you have a film you'd like us to review, consider submitting it to our website. As of now, we have dozens of submissions to get through, so if you'd like to have your review published by a particular date or within a certain time period, consider donating to our PayPal in order to push your review to the top of our list. 
So, we've seen two movies so far this month for Slasher Month. I think it's time to rank them. For me, number two, Friday the 13th, part two. It, just, it really doesn't hold up to slasher or horror films of today. It, it, it just doesn't. It's dull. It takes a long time. And most of the potential victims are just kind of like leave the campsite without getting murdered. Number one, drive through. It's fun. Like you said, it's a subtle you know, way of uh, making fun of slasher films, but while making a good slasher film in the process. And I don't know, to me, Horny the Clown is more menacing than Jason from Friday the 13th Part 2. It's definitely more entertaining and got a bigger, got a much higher kill uh, count. Yeah, Friday the 13th number two is at number two. I appreciate it for a lot of the things it established for the slasher genre. You can definitely see the origins of not only Jason, but a lot of things that would happen in later films of in the genre. But there was a very low kill count. Jason was just didn't have his mask yet, or really, I don't think he killed anybody with the machete either. And it, it it's kind of dated. I still liked it, but um, it's there. Th- I'm glad the genre's improved since um, this one, that one was made. But number one is drive through. I I appreciated all the joke playing up the um, cliches and. Horny the Clown in general was just a very fun slasher to watch. You know, I think next week maybe we should go on a little mountain retreat. Nice, get some fresh air. I, I just hope we don't run into Ronald Reagan like all those hippies did in the movie The Tripper from 2007. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. I hear he hides out in mountains sometimes. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get over there. Oh, see you, little guy.